0: Welcome to Crone Life Joy Reboot podcast, revolutionizing how cisgender, trans women, and AFAB non binary individuals over 40 experience midlife, menopause, and aging. I'm your host, Pia Antico, a Crone Life Joy Reboot mentor, founder of Essential Awakening Mentoring, the number one international best selling author, and public speaker who at 50 is a late in life queer neurospicy 3 deaths before 30 two abusive marriages and major head injury life rebuilder Grown Life listeners. Today we will be talking with Becky Freeman. She is a women's health lifestyle coach and registered counsellor, supporting women to transition into and thrive in the second half of their life. Becky is passionate in her belief that the experience of perimenopause and menopause doesn't have to rule your life. With the holistic with holistic supports in place you can move through this time of change and transition to find even more purpose passion and power using her signature framework of wellness mindset and meaning becky helps her clients restore their vitality rediscover their passion for life and redefine their sense of self welcome becky Thank, thank you pl-
1: so much for having me
0: pleasure and this is such an important uh topic how to launch into our second or some might say third act depending on where you are in the um uh maiden mother crone uh kind of uh there's a ma- major maga major yeah, well that's apparently. it maga
1: so,
0: maga yes yep, um yep. I'd already named my business, uh, my whole thing is crime <laughs> So we're just not, we're just going to ignore that potential for the middle thing and leave it at that. Um, but uh, yeah, no, it's, it's such an important realization for us to understand that we can enter this stage of life and do with it what we want.
1: Absolutely.
0: How did you come to that realization yourself?
1: Well, I think for me, it was uh, it was uh, it was a period of time where I had a very long marriage come to a, a quite an abrupt abrupt end. I, and then so then I was left really with only one child at home, um, and he was eager to be on his way. so I knew he wasn't going to be sticking around uh, very long once he'd finished his final year of secondary college. Um, so I sort of I gave myself Pierre that t- that time while I still had him at home to really think deeply about what I was gonna do when he left because I didn't want to get to that point and fall in an absolute heap of grief. I really felt it was so, so important that I put things in place, that I delved into what it was that I loved to do, what it was that i was really really sort of examining what i thought my purpose and my passion were and how could i how could i create something special with that purpose and passion that i could set up ready for when he trotted off to do his own thing and growing up yeah um so that then i would as much as I obviously still feel the loss keenly i would have something that i could turn my attention to
0: I, I love that, and and I resonate with it too. I my, my one and only daughter is now yes uh, twenty seven out in the world, married herself, and uh, yeah, it, it, it's such an important thing to realize that unless you've got your own thing going, well, frankly, you have nothing to share with your grown up kid anyway. I mean, if mm. they don't they don't want to be the center of attention in the same way uh, as as when they were little.
1: Oh, hundred percent. That's right, and yeah. and it's it's such a uh, it's such an important and empowering realization to to have that and to look look into that. And you know, um, yeah, for sure. Because they really they do. They grow up and they have their own relationships and their own yeah. friends and their own, all of them. No matter how close you are, once they are out with their own life, it's just never it's never the same. It's still special in different ways, but never oh, yeah. the same.
0: I was going to say, actually, it is really special. I I, I want to make that really clear to our listeners uh, who may not have uh, reached that point of having independent adult children. I know for myself with my daughter, uh, we too came out of uh, a difficult marriage. My Mm. husband, her father, difficult marriage, difficult Mm. circumstance, divorce Mm -hmm. and all the rest of it. Um, Getting through the teen years, a little bit up and down there, but coming out on the other end of it we've got a really lovely friendship as two independent women who see and appreciate each other uh Mm. for the 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 people that we are and and it's possible to get there
1: yes i love that That, yeah it
0: is yeah Mm. it's lovely can can i ask what what may have come up for you some uh, maybe barriers to the final ability to listen in to what was what's your passion and what was your passion and that but you know sometimes we start to look and we go well it's just all white noise or or a black screen and we can't see anything else um yeah sure when we go to look what worked for you
1: i think there are a number of factors there i think that i was already working in a field that i loved so, and already, ha- in addition to that, I also had qualifications that I wasn't using. So I was employed and working as a counsellor, and as I looked into what I could do in the future and down the track, I realised that I was a qualified health and lifestyle coach as well, and I wasn't doing anything with that. So, in a lot, in some ways, the idea and the you know the, the track was reasonably clear but that's not to say there weren't any barriers <laughs> um, yeah yeah so does that make sense i'll kind of it's seemed it quite, a natu- quite a natural kind of natural kind of progression for me to to move into this area more deeply uh, as a woman at that point in time, sort of in my, what, 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 what was I, so I was 49 when I started Breathe and Blossom. Yeah, So sort of 47 and then a couple of years passed as I, yeah, really honed in on what it was that I was going to be doing and, and how I was going to be um, crafting offers that supported women in this stage of their lives.
0: I love that. And I'm I'm thinking when looking at um, looking at different online uh, community spaces and looking at different um, questions that come up, I do see quite um, consistently in a theme. Women may be saying, "Look, I've done nothing else except be a stay-at-home mother, or I've not had an in- independent income, um, or I- I'm struggling now. So I'm midlife. I haven't had an independent income. The marriage has fallen apart." It all sounds lovely, uh, except what do I do? How how do mm. I achieve things? What has been maybe have you experienced that with your um, in in your practice, and how mm. would you respond to that?
1: Well yes no that's a very very common theme but i think and and how i would respond to that is always going back to what, it, what is it that brings you joy? What When you are doing it, what is it that lights you up from the inside where you might have hours pass and it feels like minutes? Let's look at that and how, what can we do with that? So I think it's just finding that joy and that state of flow and um, always looking back there and recognising and acknowledging always, um, you know, the innate wisdom that we have as women, intuition, and all of the strengths and skills a stay-at-home a stay-at-home mum might still might be using every day. So there's just as she says, "I've got no professional qualifications, or all I've done is be a mum." Well, hang on, <laughs> you know, a mum is a CEO of the household, and there's so so many incredible um, skills and strengths and qualities um, I- each of us have.
0: Oh, absolutely! In truth, when um, I think there've been studies done that have shown. If you break up uh, each activity of a stay-at-home mum and and put a a career label to it, Mm. be it chauffeur, be it uh, executive chef, this, that and the other, uh, Mm. her her capacity and her uh, salary would be in the hundreds of thousands of dollars and she'd be a multi-tiered professional. (laughs) So really important to realise that. For sure. Yeah. So... Going a bit further into your into how you work with uh, women who are wanting to enter enter their uh, later stage of life with joy and enthusiasm, what um, would what have been the main uh, tips and strategies that you can share with our audience?
1: Oh, okay. Um, I think just really, under reimagining. You know, having, having that shifting perspective, I think we can, what can be common for women is to cling desperately on to what has passed. So I think it's really important to reimagine what the future is and all of the possibilities are and actually encourage that celebration you know this is it's such a privilege to be up to be able to step into this um period of, of, and season in our lives so as opposed to grieving what's gone actually embracing what's ahead does does that answer that question
0: <laughs> it it does i love that and and it's so true because there's just so much more to our life and what is the infinite possibility uh, that is out there it's understandable however with all the messaging that comes from society uh aimed at women and aging and most of it's quite negative and uh fear-based it's understandable that a lot of women may uh find it uh hard to believe
1: but honestly yes. believe yes. it Absolutely I could not agree more. We are unfortunately live in a society that really values youth and beauty over wisdom and experience. But yes, one hundred percent. And I think one of the one of the really powerful and special things about embracing this uh, season and stepping into that the power is actually letting go of some of those kind of weight. Uh, of external uh, validation and judgment. And I think that's I think that's one of the real joys of being here in this stage.
0: Oh, it it, it is. And, and and one thing sort of uh, uh, picked up my ears is is and, and reminds us too is the notion of tying youth and beauty as if they're synonymous.
1: Mm. They're not mm.
0: they're not it's not not at all nor is skinny and, mm, and tied I, to beauty it's it mm, simply isn't you know but that's
1: the messaging we get isn't it but it's the messaging we get mm.
0: absolutely no i i'm it, it takes a lot to 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 um unravel and and unpick that um internal dialogue of negative self-talk i'd love mm. to know how you've done that what have been your strategies
1: Ooh. I mean, I, I guess I'm I'm a little. Um, uh, one of the things that comes up for me here is grace, is the word and the and the and the notion of grace and going gently and holding, you know, holding myself gently and understanding that I am imperfect and I'm not always going to get it right, and um, so really being quite, yeah, holding all of that softly for myself. Uh, that's what that's one of the things that's really helped me and just again coming back to that notion of um yeah not always getting things right but that's okay
0: and it's okay it absolutely is i i love that um i in your uh in in, in some extra uh personal uh, information about you you mentioned that uh you hit midlife and your marriage ended and that Mm. seems to be a very common experience uh would you please expand on that and how you navigated that
1: I was I was fortunate in that the, the the marriage had been limping along for a long time and I just got to the point where um neither of us were prepared to to really put up with that any longer and 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 so in actual fact the ending of that marriage was such a blessing
0: yeah
1: and it was such so liberating that we both acknowledged that it it was no longer it, it it was it was a damaged toxic relationship anyway but it just got to the point when when neither of us really we just yeah it was it was well and truly over but quite a quite a while before we called it
0: yeah mm. I, I thank you for sharing that i guess what's on i'm wondering for our, our listeners out there who may well find themselves in a uh tired marriage and wondering do i stay or do i go Mm. What? How did you tackle that question? Did that question Ooh. come up for you?
1: Ah, uh, it didn't come up for me. And I would suggest that if you're asking yourself that question, and I'm putting my counselor hat on a little bit, yes, please. Well, <laughs> I would say that's it's quite telling if you're asking yourself the question. I would also say that it's worth. um looking into some support around exploring some of that thing if, if there's some real stuff coming up for you there and uncertainty and fear and um, you know sometimes we stay in situations way 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 longer than is good for us because of so many so many complex reasons uh, one of which is fear of the unknown and if we're, you know, as a woman who perhaps has not had much um, independence in terms of, you know, a stay-at-home mum, for example, who perhaps has has not had an earning capacity, has no superannuation, there's a lot of things that can be really quite intimidating. So I would definitely encourage anyone who is in that situation to get some support.
0: I love that. Thank you, listeners. Pay attention to that because yeah, it is. It is actually really key. as You said if you're if you're asking that question, uh, <laughs> your answer is in the fact that you asked it. To be quite honest, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah I love that.
0: Thank you, thank you for that so much. No worries. Well, looking looking at seeking your passion, I know that you've said to look inwards and listen to our intuition. But for our listeners out there who may have been uh, trapped by the rational thinking world that we live in and going Mm. what the hell is that and how do I even know if I'm hearing this this intuition that you're talking about Mm. could you share some um, tips and strategies for our listening audience that has worked for you and your clients
1: yeah, I think again, it's 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 always coming back to when do you feel lit up, like you know, like you're a child and it's Christmas morning. When you when it when do you get that sense? And I, I appreciate that some people might go oh, never. <laughs> when, uh, <laughs> Or it might be hard to sort of bring to mind when that happens. But we all um, are familiar with that kind of butterflies in the belly, excitement, joy, um, you know. I, so I would always encourage clients or anyone to to go back to when when do you feel that, that nervous anticipation, joy, I can't wait to get into this, I am so excited. When do you feel that emotion? And let's look at that. So that I would always go back to that pair.
0: Yeah, I love that. And do you feel that uh, it, it, that that it's okay uh, or um, to have like a mix of that kind of yes, it's exciting, but also nervousness at the same time?
1: I think this because... is so interesting to ask because they're actually two sides of the same coin.
0: Uh huh. Okay. Yes
1: yes so in actual fact they will always they will always move alongside each other
0: ah so the fact that you might have a uh, uh, you maybe you've planned your solo trip to europe or something and you're mm-hmm. really excited in the planning but you're having little mm. moments of of fear and and, mm. and worry uh some people might take that fear and worry as a sign to backtrack and not do it
1: how no, can we I- tell
0: the difference between that and the honest warning sign
1: of turn back, don't go. Okay, so I think it's really getting very honest with yourself and asking yourself, what what am I actually worried about here? And if it is simply doing the things that you've never done before, then that is perfectly normal, perfectly natural to feel that real, you know, that shiver of, I don't know. But if it's something, if it's something else, then then maybe that is your gut telling you something. Does that make sense? I, I just think it's if yeah. it's excitement about doing something different, something new, stretching out of your comfort zone, um, then you know that's that's an absolutely expected part of any kind of growth.
0: Yeah, I love that. Definitely, thank you. Because yeah, there's I'm, I'm no doubt plenty of listeners out there. Thinking, oh, I'd like to do something, and then they get that little moment of hesitation. Yes, and maybe listen to that more than the uh, excitable.
1: Yep, side of the point. Absolutely, you know, and I think that it's also our ego about trying to keep us safe and keep us contained, and not have us stretch ourselves, not have us step outside of our comfort zone, or do something different or new or challenging because if we stay in our little box and in our little walls then we're safe and our ego really is there to keep us safe
0: right okay that's interesting to yeah. know that ah because maybe it's not all as you said it's not always might be trying to keep us safe thank you ego and and, mm. and parts of our brain that do that but but it's not always accurate
1: no in fact it's rarely accurate any kind of any kind of growth is always going to come from stepping outside and into that unknown wow
0: that's wonderful to realize
1: mm, so those it's... of our
0: listening audience next time you feel an urge to do something take a leap and do
1: it hundred percent a hundred percent because you know, and that's always always such a valuable question too. I think to ask, what's the worst that can happen?
0: Oh yes, and then be and, and 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 be not catastrophizing
1: about it. Either. Yeah, that's right. No, not catastrophizing. Being really honest, yeah. ask yourself, what is the worst thing that can happen here? And it's such a powerful ter- flip, the sw- flip the switch. Flip the switch to realize that actually nothing, it just might, you know, you might get, you might look a bit silly or whatever, but nothing terrible is going to happen. And that's so, so empowering to just push, you know, give you that good little nudge.
0: Oh, it is. I love that. And so (laughs) in in your life, aside from your passion for your work, what else came up for you that was a passion that you had to follow?
1: Um, well I would say essential oils is something else I'm very passionate about and I've really reconnected with um, following the end of that that marriage and and in, during that first few years of my life um, so it, I now am able to incorporate the use of essential oils into the, the way I support women um, Pia so that's something else I'm very passionate that. about yes
0: Oh, please expand on that, particularly uh, what have you found with essential oils, maybe with regards to supporting perimenopause and menopause?
1: Mm. What, what's what? Well, I'll backtrack a little and just say. Yes, so, what, so, how I actually started Breathe and Blossom, which is, is my business, is actually by going into incorporating essential oils into pure soy wax candles so in actual fact i started as a product business prior to to then moving and expanding my offerings into my coaching and my counseling support so uh, and and i did that I did that because I am so passionate about essential oils and all of the wonderful goodness and all of the incredibly potent therapeutic benefits that essential oils have and the fact that when we go down the street whether it's an expensive department store or whether it's a Kmart and we purchase a candle. The candles we get there are full of synthetic fragrances, which have so many, so many harmful um, impacts on our overall health, and in particular, our hormone health. Oh, oh yes, oh yes. Hmm. Mm. Gonna to have to gonna to
0: have to check all my uh, candles now.
1: Well, a hundred percent. And if that if they are centered with f- what they call fragrance, then yeah. fragrance is made up of a number like hundreds of different harmful chemicals. Good crap. Sorry. <laughs> no so now
0: well now we know we have an alternative
1: to it well 100 percent. that's my pleasure and so you know get rid of your get rid of your reed diffusers get rid of anything in your house that emits fragrance and bring in some essential oils because essential oils are wonderful they are natural they are effective they are incredible and they are not harmful
0: yeah definitely so thank you for that right. i just right. damn now i'm to get I'm off not... this call. <laughs> i'm so I'm sorry I've,
1: I've ruined your afternoon now haven't i
0: <laughs> well thankfully i do have a natural uh i do have essential oils and i do have a, a, a regular ceramic uh, yep. oil burner so we'll just have to uh, stick to that That's uh it. but we will toss <laughs> out the candles you're right i think i've got yeah. a handful <laughs> yeah very yeah. worrying now yeah um yeah, yeah. so so in- for perimenopause menopause what fragrances what essential oils uh sorry i should say are, are really beneficial for us
1: well i i would i would say definitely one of the one of the real big hitters in in terms of hormonal support, is clary age, which has you know it, it has benefits right throughout. So whether you're having issues with your kind of your periods, any any kind of um, any kind of female um, issues, clary sage is you know kind of one of your number one um, oils to go to and have a look at. Uh, and I geranium as well is another great one for hormone um, balancing um so if you're in you know if you're experiencing symptoms of unbalanced hormones i would say always look at clarithage and geranium um, if you're having symptoms such as uh, hot flushes for example which can be really quite you know quite common and also quite distressing um I would say peppermints are amazing it has cooling properties so peppermint's very powerful um, for for the hot flushes um you want to look at things like you know lavender great for you know calming and de-stressing um you know you want to have a look at sleep support so oils like again or your lavender um your roman chamomile um your vetiver or some of those kind of oils for sleep support um so there's a oh it it, it you know what what oils i would recommend would be what symptoms are you experiencing based on and um, based on that
0: i love that I, thank you thanks for sharing yeah. some of those uh, uh, tips for, for- effective essential oils for our physical well-being what about for our emotional and creative spirit what what sparks that
1: oh well I would look at and again um there are also pay a of blends so you don't necessarily if you would like to you know purchase something and not have to t- do some of the, the brain power. You can also you can actually buy blends that have have been specifically created for a particular purpose, like calm, relax, um, uplift, focus, all of those kinds of things. So in terms of creativity, I would always look to kind of your some of your woodier oils, perhaps like it says that grounding and creating. Um, uplifting you always look at your citrus citrus notes um, because they will always pick you up and they're so bright and light and cheery and you simply can't feel miserable when you're when you're diffusing lemon or or um orange or any of the citrusy kind of oils are always amazing for uplifting the mood um in supporting it in that way
0: i love uh, bergamot
1: oh beautiful bergamot and becomes- lemon. Le-
0: and and that comes from Calabria, Bergamo.
1: Oh, they, yeah, yeah, there which is going. where
0: my yeah. fa- my ancestral village is from, Calabria. Well, so it's it's when I found that out, I thought, wow, that's really that's doubly awesome.
1: That, that makes so much sense, doesn't it? That yeah, you are drawn yeah, drawn definitely. to that, yeah, for sure. Definitely.
0: What about um, do you have have experience? Do you work with them, combining um, combining crystals with essential oils is that something that you've worked with
1: i you know this has been this is actually a project that i have
0: Ah.
1: and i have got it shelved but certainly um i've got a like a and I had all of this all plotted out, but it's just been it's just gone to one side as things do sometimes when they your do. focus when your focus is is squarely somewhere else. But I think mm-hmm. um so I've got a I've got a range called Synergy, which is essential oils and crystals and um so using the roller balls which are uh, with crystals and the essential oils and 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 thus um and thus magnifying the therapeutic benefits of both crystals and oils together oh i love it yeah i love i love it too but i just haven't quite got there yet
0: (laughs) that's okay creative things have their own time and that and it's wonderful to hear you say that you uh you, you shelved it for a moment we are allowed to shelve things
1: absolutely we're allowed
0: to we're allowed to start something we're allowed to put it aside for a moment we're allowed to stop things it's all perfectly fine yeah to do yeah. that yeah um, 100 no. love it thank you <laughs> <laughs> thank you for sharing this uh, uh, this other side of how you you work I, I, I'm, I'm for those of you who are listening to the podcast i'm smiling because it is it, it is something i really like myself and quietly um uh provide in my own life for my own self-care and enjoyment mm. um, combination of all the things we've been talking about um yes. mine is now throwing out the uh, the poisonous fragrant candles which i will do <laughs> very soon <laughs> Honestly, I have just been enjoying talking to you so much about how your view on how to engage with ourselves in midlife and bring joy into mm. our lives. Mm. I would love to hear from you before we wrap things up, um, any last nuggets of wisdom that you would like to, to leave our listening audience so that they can also step into this other part of their life with um, courage and curiosity and all, all the good stuff.
1: Oh yeah, curiosity is so important. Yes. I would say probably uh, trust your intuition. It's okay to be afraid. And you're never too old. Nope.
0: Love that. We are not. We are not too old. So And it's not you.
1: too not too late. It's not.
0: No, it's 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 not. In fact, I, I was just um I was just uh, looking at some of the, uh, looking at the, the great activities uh, that, um, uh, for instance, even my mum, my, my mum started her, her, her marriage, to my dad ended when she was 45 and she started a career completely from, and back, and, and in those days, particularly there was no there was that whole you stayed at home you had a, you, you didn't know what was going on with the income in the household and all that sort of sure. stuff and mm-hmm. she came off the back of that creating a whole new career for herself uh and um it's now uh, 20 years of the for the the Art prize that she founded twenty years ago. It's it's now in its twentieth year, and I was just thinking she's done so much oh, in, in since turning forty five. It's so admirable, but oh. it's also a realization that we can all achieve a great deal.
1: Yeah, and from think midlife about onwards. Oh, and you think about the barriers that she must have encountered, yeah. you know, we've got so much, so you know, we have so much more um, options for us now with the internet and all of that, uh, you know, so uh, what a what an incredible um, inspiration.
0: Oh, it is. This, and, and yeah, no, she was saying she couldn't get a bank loan or a credit card initially. Mm, yeah, we're, not, like, we're not talking the 1800s or <laughs> something <I> mean,
1: <laughs> that's no, so talking, true
0: yep. we're talking like the late 80s early 90s uh, that's incredible and it's yeah. insane that here in Australia yeah. yeah she couldn't get a bank loan she couldn't get a credit card any for for quite some time it was mad so mad. a lot a lot has changed since then for the better for for us to do more for ourselves <sighs>
1: 100
0: percent well thank you so much for sharing your time and your expertise and uh, inspiring us all to step into 40 and beyond with some excitement
1: my absolute pleasure and thank you so much for the opportunity to to have a chat to you about all of this
0: pleasure and how can our listening audience get in touch with you
1: all right, so the best place is just on the gram, so Instagram. So it's just breathe and blossom, and that's breathe and and blossom. That's where I hang out mostly, um, and I've got Brilliant. a few. I've got a few wonderful. Um, I've got a freebie uh, there on my link tree, which which is all to do with downloading um, twenty seven essential oil blends for health and wellness. Um, and I don't know when this episode is going to be released, but at the end of the month, I yep. also have a masterclass coming up, which is all about creating a guilt free self care routine um, that you can that is absolutely um, you know, achievable and doable.
0: I love it. Thank you so much for sharing that. And thank you to our listening audience. Go forth into your day, week, and year with enthusiasm. And uh, we will catch you all in the next episode. Take care. Bye.